Good morning, everyone. Today is the 21st of October. It's Saturday morning. Mark is continuing to read through the book by Arthur W. Pink, The Holy Spirit, Chapter 10. He's ready for Part 2. You can get a copy of this book by going to Amazon.com and picking up a copy. Hope you have a good day. We have pointed out that in regeneration, the faculties of the soul are spiritually living. Grace putting into them a new ability so that they are capable of forming spiritual acts. With the new birth, the Holy Spirit communicates principles of spiritual life whereby the soul is qualified to act as a supernatural agent to produce supernatural works. The need be for this should be evident God and Christ as they are revealed in the gospel are supernatural objects, the natural faculties or powers of the soul. There is no proportion between them. Not only is such disproportion, dis- it's a bad's eye hath unto the sun, but as a blind man's eye to the sun, thus there is a greater necessity for the soul to be given new principles and abilities to act wholly, spiritually, and at the first creation to act naturally. Holiness in the heart is a main ultimate birth brought forth in regeneration for to make us partakers of God's holiness and sum and scope of his gracious purpose toward us both of his election, Ephesians 1, 4, and of all his dealings afterward, Hebrews 12, 10. Without which no man shall see the Lord, Hebrews 12, 14, not that finite creatures can ever be partakers of the essential holiness that is in God either by imputation or much less by real transubstantiation, can be no otherwise partakers of it than in the image thereof, which after God is pattern for prototypes created in righteousness and true holiness, Ephesians 4.24. After the image of him that created him, Colossians 3.10, regeneration is the first discovery and manifestation of election and redemption to the persons for whom they were intended, but after Kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared. Titus 3, 4, and how, when did it appear? According to his mercy, he saved us by the rushing of regeneration or renewing of the Holy Spirit. Verse 5, God's eternal love, like a mighty river, had from everlasting run as it were underground. And when Christ came, it took its course through the heart, through his heart. Hiddenly ran through it, his bearing went on the cross. The names of them who God had given him, but was yet Still hidden here is to us our knowledge of it, but the first breaking of it forth, particularly appearing of it into the persons, is when we are converted as, and as is the first opening of a fountain. Too good one, there is a great display of God's power and apparent in our regeneration, yea, and exceeding greatness thereof, no less than that which raised up Christ from the dead, Ephesians 1 19 and 20. Because the work of regeneration is offered, repeated, and accomplished as a trice, as seen in the dying thief and Paul, and often accomplished apparently by a few words from one failed mortal falling on the ears of another, we are apt to lose sight of the omnipotent working of the Holy Spirit and the performing thereof. Indeed, the Spirit so graciously hides the exceeding greatness of His power working in the sinner's hearts. By using such sweet, persuasive motives and gentle inducements, drawing with the cords of a man, 
Hosea 11.4, his might is inadequately recognized, owned, and adored by us. The marvel of the generation is the bringing of the soul out of spiritual death and spiritual life. It's a new creation which is bringing of something out of nothing. Moreover, the new creation is a far greater wonder than is the old. In the first creation, there was nothing opposed, but it's in the new, all the powers of sin and Satan are set against it. Regeneration is not like the chaining of water into wine. Contrary and the contrary of hearts, stone to flesh, Ezekiel 36, 26, of wolves to lambs, Isaiah 11, 6. This is greater than any miracle Christ showed, and therefore did he tell his apostles that, that under the mighty endowment of the Holy Spirit, they should work greater works than he did, John 14, 12. Not only is there a wondrous exhibit, exhibit, ex, exhibition of his power when the Spirit regenerates the soul, but there is also blessed the manifestation of his love and exercise of his gracious office towards God's elect and his work in them. The Holy Spirit proves to a demonstration that his love toward the heirs of glory is ineffable, comprehensible. As a principal work, the Spirit consists in making our souls alive to God and giving us to apprehend the transaction of the Father and the Son. Everlasting covenant imparting to them spiritual principles whereby they're fit to enjoy and commune with God. And this internal hence it is that his work being within us, we are more apt to overlook him and are prone to neglect the giving to him the glory which is distinctly his due and most sadly due. We fail to praise and adore him for his gracious work in us. Thus it is with all believers they find themselves more disposed to think about the love of Christ. We're on the Father's love and the gift of Him, and exercise their mind spiritually and soul, flaming, heartwarming meditations on the love and mercy of the Holy Spirit towards them. It's the light of them, though all that they really know, enjoy the Father's love by faith and the finished work of the Son. It's entirely from the inward teaching and supernatural influences of the eternal Spirit. This is too plainly evident in our neglect to describe distinctive glory to him as the divine person of God is God and Lord for God hath not appointed us to wrath but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us whether we wake or sleep we should live together with him First Thessalonians 5, 9, and 10 yet the Father's appointment and the Son's redemption with all the unspeakably blessings thereof remained for a season quite unknown to us in their fallen sinful and guilty state Christians lay dead in trespasses and sin without hope to bring them out of the state and raise them from the death and send them to the life of righteousness. It was the great and grand work reserved for the Holy Spirit in order to display it and make manifest thereby his love for them. The Holy Spirit is fully acquainted with the present and everlasting virtue and efficacy of the person and work of Emmanuel and what his heart was set upon when he was made when he made his soul an offering for us, and how infinitely internally well pleased was Jehovah the Father with it, who hath it in perpetual remembrance the Father and the Son, having committed the revelation applications, great salvation, and the persons of all the elect of the Holy Spirit, as he is pleased herefore, how the riches of his own free and sovereign grace 
to work and do season all the heart heirs of glory as Christ died but once his death being all sufficient to answer every desire to be affected by it as the Holy Spirit by one act works effectually in the soul producing a spiritual birth and changing the state of his particular wants for all so that the regenerated are brought out and delivered from the power of death and translated into the kingdom of God's dear son Without the spiritual birth, we cannot see spiritual objects and heavenly blessings in their true work and agency. The effect of a new birth is that the man born again loves spiritual things and spiritual and values spiritual blessings on account of being purely spiritual. The spring of life from Christ enters into him and is the spring of all his spiritual life, the root of all his graces. Perpetual source of every divine principle with him, so says Christ, but whosoever drinketh of the water I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up in everlasting life. John 4.14 This regeneration introduces the elect into capacity of enjoyments which are peculiar to the spiritual world and makes the one alteration in their state before God which lasts forever. All our meanness from heaven which stays rot our regeneration. Colossians 1.12-13 Regeneration is one and the same in all saints in the midst of no increase or diminution. All grace and wholeness are then imparted by the Spirit. His subsequent work is but to draw it forth and actually an act. Okay, we'll continue this on Monday. Hope you all have a good weekend.